0: This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.
1: Hey, it's Callum and Jess on What Would You Do If? We're back. We finally made it. I don't know what we're calling it, but we're back.
0: What do you mean you don't know what we're calling it? Are we
1: calling it a season two? Is it just a reboot? Is it we're forgetting that we released a, a first season a year and a half ago and we took an extended break?
0: Well, I just never wanted to do the whole season thing in the first place. But yes, we're back. Let's just get into it.
1: Okay, and we're part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, which is a fantastic thing. It makes us feel like we're proper professional podcasters.
0: Yeah, in case you missed it last week, we put up a little three-minute thing explaining the Headstuff Podcast Network, which is headstuffpodcast.com if you want to see everything to do with the podcast now.
1: I did say we feel like professional podcasters we're currently in the spare room because of this thing called the pandemic which i know that we said that we weren't going to mention last week but we just have to explain that we recorded some episodes in the headstuff studios and we've recorded some episodes at home because of level five restrictions uh so we're in the spare room it's the coldest room in the world there's so much tat in here there's a terry's chocolate orange a pikachu lamp
0: you're absolutely ruining the listeners' trust in us right now. <laughs> Last week it was, this is a COVID-free zone. Now it's, well, because of the pandemic, our lives have changed. Nobody else has had, so, so we just need to tell you about it.
1: Well, you work in the hospital and you've just had your second dose of the vaccine as well. I know, I'm sorry, I oh, was talking. You were, you were so ill on Friday night after you had the
0: vaccine. Don't scare people. And, well, I don't want to say that it.
1: because it's a still a good thing, but... You were you were shaking in bed because obviously there were some side effects from it. You were roasting and you were going, "I'm so cold." You, this was the hottest I've ever seen you.
0: Stop! You're going to scare people, and people aren't going to get the vaccine now because they heard. Oh well, I heard that there was one person who had a bad reaction. <laughs> Although actually, everyone that I've heard so far has had some sort of reaction to dose too.
1: Please get the vaccine. It's good for you. It's going to get rid of this thing. And I promise we will never mention the C word or the pandemic word ever again.
0: We're actually talking about this like people are going to be offered the vaccine anytime soon. <laughs> Ooh. Like in Ireland, they're thinking like September, some people will be getting it.
1: Well, at least it's not like 2024.
0: Yeah, well, we're getting depressing now.
1: Okay, let's get into the podcast. This is What Would You Do If? The podcast to answer all of your What Would You Do If? questions.
0: So this week we are talking about what you would do if a baby was choking, which sounds absolutely horrifying.
1: It really scares me because I'm no good with children anyway, and I don't think I've ever held a baby. So if I was in a room with a child and it was choking... I would run to the nearest responsible adults. I'm 30 next year and It frightens me. I'm so scared around kids.
0: I like that you've never held a child before and you're still like, if I'm in a room alone with a child, like, where are you getting this (laughs) child from? (laughs) Who is leaving you alone with their baby? Well, my friends Dan
1: and Hannah, they had uh, a baby last year.
0: They're also in a different country.
1: Yes, they're in the UK and I've not seen them since they had the baby. So that would be a chance where that would... (laughs) I'm going to say my first baby contact... Um, <laughs> but I because they trust me I was Dan's best man at the wedding so I feel like they would go upstairs or something that it'd just be me and the baby and then I'd worry that the baby would be choking and actually it's just laughing or something like that I'd honestly be so scared that I would I'd need to be I, I wouldn't be left alone with the baby I'd make sure that I wouldn't be left alone with the baby
0: but what would you actually do if the baby started choking <sighs>
1: Run with it to find a person. I, I, I honestly, I'd be too scared to slap it or anything to try and dislodge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to do the Heimlich <laughs> or something on it. I, I don't even know how to do the Heimlich, but I'd pick the I'd pick the child up. I'd run into the room with the nearest adult, and I'd say, "Can you deal with this?"
0: I'm just imagining you going up to a baby, getting its cheeks, and going... pops. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, slap it on the back or something to try and dislodge. No, I'm not going to smack it on its bum or anything, am I? Um, I feel like you have a more sensible answer in what you would do if a baby was choking. Now, you've got a larger family than I, uh, I have. So, obviously, you've been around your cousins as they've been growing up and you've been responsible for looking after them you babysat for
0: them yeah i would have babysat from about the time i was 12 and have they
1: ever choked in your accompaniment
0: no i don't think i've ever really been around someone who's choking whether they're a baby or, or an adult but i remember um being told that when i was a baby my aunt d used to be holding me and trying to feed me and i would just hold my breath <laughs> and i wouldn't breathe <laughs> While she was trying to feed me, and then she got too afraid to like feed other kids in case they also held their breath.
1: So you were being stubborn. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Um, So if you were in a room with a child and they were choking, say one of your cousins, what realistically would you do?
0: I think I would call someone. Um, It might be emergency services. It might just be my mammy and see what I should do. Um, I think there would be a lot of panicking. There would be a lot of shouting at the child, like, stop that right now.
1: Try and scare it. You know, like when you have the hiccups, you just try and scare the hiccups out of you.
0: Boo! I think mainly I would go onto YouTube and search what to do if someone is choking and then play them an informational video on why they shouldn't (laughs) choke.
1: Please, I beg you, don't choke.
0: I wonder if Peppa Pig has a video (laughs) on it.
1: So you would do near enough what i would do but instead of finding someone you look for information first
0: yeah and by the time i get it the child will probably be dead
1: oh well i hope by the end of this podcast we will answer what you should do if a child is choking and then instead of going onto to youtube they can go onto to headstuffpodcast.com and find our podcast and listen to it get rid of all this preamble and find the actual good stuff Now, I'm not going to hold any responsibility if you are listening to this podcast and the child is choking and you're waiting to get to what you should do and you're still listening to this thinking, will they hurry up and tell us what you should do? That's not our fault.
0: No, because going into the podcast, you should know... We're going to be chatting a load nonsense first and <laughs> yeah. then we'll get to the good stuff.
1: Before we get to the good stuff of what you should do if a child is choking, like we mentioned at the start of the podcast and like we mentioned last week, we are part of Headstuff Podcasts and on the website, headstuffpodcast.com, there are a load of other great podcasts, part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, like this one. That's with Chris. And- Hello my friends and welcome to That's Banging with me Marcus Olera, and me Chris Mellon A new podcast celebrating everything good from farm to plate, ship to service and field and fork A celebration of everything tasty, fresh and excellent that's coming off our island at the moment As well as interviews with people who are shaping the best of the best of food and drink from around the country Episodes are out fortnightly on the Headstuff Podcast Network In association with tasty, fresh and excellent beer, Hop House 13 As always, please remember to drink responsibly and visit drinkaware.au. And you can check out That's Banging on headstuffpodcast.com, along with a load of other great podcasts as well. You're laughing at me because I keep wanting to say banging because I'm not cool enough to say banging. But there you go. I got away with it. Right. Let's get back to the nitty gritty. What should we do if a child is choking?
0: Well, what do you think it would look like if a baby started choking in front of you? They'd go red or like
1: uh, they'd start coughing
0: yeah so typically for someone who is choking if they're an adult they wouldn't be able to talk they would probably put their hands up to their neck and be like oh i'm choking
1: like signing that they're, they're choking without saying that they are
0: yeah but a baby doesn't know how to do that so
1: for well, unless the baby's got like an iq of einstein
0: <laughs> i've always wanted to meet those children who have been like here before you know once i <laughs> talk about their past lives so that'd be a way for you to know like a baby has been here before he knows how to sign i'm choking yeah
1: and it's like six months old
0: (laughs) so first of all you probably noticed that it probably won't be able to cry or make any noise okay um it might be making like squeaky noises or soft sounds because there's something caught in its airway Mm -hmm. and then it'll have difficulty breathing or it might be noisy breathing
1: (laughs) (laughs) noisy breathing it's like you at night when you're snoring is it just snoring
0: I don't snore you
1: you do a little bit
0: what you're the one that snores okay yeah or else they might be trying to cough but might be a weak cough or else they'll be trying like really really hard so basically any type of coughing
1: so you're looking out for signs where they're struggling to breathe
0: yeah and then also you were saying that they might turn red but they might actually turn blue Ah. Yeah, because that means that there's no oxygen getting to them, so their skin turns blue. I see. So what happens is, if a baby starts choking, then obviously the air isn't getting to their brain, and within four minutes they can actually get brain damage that'll last them for life.
1: That's a very scary statistic.
0: Yeah, so you really have to get on it quick if you notice any sort of choking going on. Okay. The first thing you want to do is open their mouth and see if you can see whatever is stuck in their throat. And if you can, take it out and then that should stop the issue. Mm -hmm. But if you can't, don't just start poking your fingers down their throat because then you might actually push it further down and make it worse.
1: Yeah, that's not good.
0: No, and then try and get them to cough loudly. Like if it's a small baby, you probably won't be able to teach them at that moment how to cough. But if they are coughing, keep encouraging it and be like, oh, you're doing great and whatever. Mm -hmm. And just try and get them to keep going and if their coughing isn't working make sure you ring 999 or 911 or any
1: emergency service yes. of your country Not don't ring the fire brigade
0: <laughs> yeah imagine being over in America and ringing Ireland's ambulance service like can you get in touch with someone to pass a message on <laughs> Yeah, so get in contact with someone and let them know that you need emergency services ASAP for a choking child. Now The person on the phone might be able to coach you through what to do anyway. Yes. But in case you're in a situation where you can't get through to someone on 999 to get them to coach you through it, it's good to know what to do anyway. Yeah. So what do you think you should do? so i
1: mentioned earlier there's the heimlich maneuver and that's really the only thing that i can think of apart from like slaps on the back to you know when you see babies getting fed and they have wind or something like tap that and they they vomit i'm kind of thinking that situation
0: so you can't do the heimlich maneuver on babies because they're too small okay but you were right with back blows so what you So not
1: back slaps
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, so you're going to need to sit down first of all. Yeah. And you lay the baby face down along your legs. And you have to hold their head because obviously they can't hold their head properly yeah. either.
1: So their head is pointing at the feet.
0: Yeah. And then you give them five sharp back blows with the heel of one of your hands
1: oh so the base so this is where i was getting confused with the back slaps whereas i was going to go with the palm you go with the bottom sort of where it joins your wrist
0: yeah and you have to make sure your fingers are pointed backwards so like your hand is a curve because if you have them straight or forward you could hit the baby on the head
1: and that's not good
0: no and that's how they get the brain damage oh
1: my god they get concussion and choking (laughs)
0: so make sure it's in the middle of their back as well yeah um and then if back blows don't work then you have to move on to chest thrusts
1: (laughs) chest thrust. so is that where you flip the baby the other way around so you've got the baby's back up facing you so the baby's back is then on your legs
0: yeah and so the baby is face up and then you have to find the breastbone which is just in their chest like a little bit below their ribs and place two fingers in the middle Mm -hmm. and give them five sharp chest thrusts.
1: so that's a bit like cpr but in the chest
0: yeah and so you're going to have to compress their chest by about a third okay and then you do that five times and then you start alternating between each of them
1: so front and back front and back five times until the thing has become dislodged
0: yeah basically what you're trying to do is you're creating like an artificial cough so you're trying to Uh, get the body to cough for the baby by pushing the air out and then if that doesn't work and you haven't already called emergency services make sure to get onto them then i see what would you do if the baby was getting back blows and then suddenly just went there and went unconscious oh my god! don't
1: do this to me um well i'd hopefully be on the phone to the ambulance or someone medically um maybe start doing the cpr the kiss of life
0: yeah that's it exactly Ah.
1: yeah so i'm not a complete idiot (laughs)
0: Yeah, so don't leave the child alone. You open their mouth. If you can find the thing that's blocking their airways, take it out yeah. and then you start CPR.
1: Ah I'm glad that I guessed that correctly. Yeah, well well done. So I know I mentioned that I would be pretty scared if I was alone with a baby and the baby started choking, but one thing that I am probably more scared about is choking and being on your own so i know i mentioned earlier that one of my biggest fears would be being alone with a child and they were choking i wouldn't have any clue what to do and there'd be no one else around i think something that tops that would be being on my own and no one else being around and i was the one that was choking because i've lived probably on my own for about three years and i wouldn't know what to do if i was choking on my own
0: Callum, what are you thinking not knowing what to do if you're alone and choking? like It's nothing
1: that really has passed my mind until today's podcast where I thought, actually, what am I going to do if I'm choking on my own?
0: Well, you know what? For you and anyone who is irresponsible and happens upon this podcast, this is what you should do if you're alone and choking. Okay. First of all, you call your emergency services yeah. and let them know that you think you're choking and you need someone out straight away. What if you can't talk? Well, still call them and stay on the line because they'll know that there's something going on and then try and keep the phone close to you. Okay. Um, So that hopefully they'll figure out that you're choking.
1: So sound distressed.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because you can't really give yourself like back blows or anything like that, can you?
0: No, but you can do a modified sort of Heimlich manoeuvre on yourself. Okay. So first of all, what you want to do is place a fist slightly above your belly button. Yeah. And then grab your fist with the other hand and bend over a hard surface, like a countertop, a chair, a table, anything like that. Yeah. And shove your fist inwards and upwards. Now, this is a lot
1: to be worrying about when you're also panicking that you might die.
0: Well, this is how you save yourself.
1: Okay, so keep so, this in your mind.
0: What would you do otherwise? Like, would you go, okay, well, I could try this thing that could save me or I could just sit here and wait for death.
1: Yeah, I'll accept my fate.
0: <laughs> like, uh, you could kind of go knocking on your neighbor's doors, <laughs> but, like, what if they don't like you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd rather see you die.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's what you do if you're going to be alone and choking.
1: Okay, so once more, with purpose, fist... Mm-hmm. into the stomach, yep. bend yourself over a counter or a table, and then sort of punch yourself.
0: I like how you're going through this in more detail than if a baby was choking. Well,
1: this yeah. is me. This is my life. I like, I'm like, okay, the baby could be mine, and I'd obviously worry about that, but...
0: The baby is... has more potential. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just like that I've lived my life, and if I choke tomorrow, you wouldn't save me.
0: Obviously, I would save you, but I'm saying that a baby... They have a good 70, 80, 90 years ahead of them. They could do anything. What are you going to do?
1: I've still got many years ahead of me.
0: Full of sleeping.
1: (laughs) Yes, I do like my sleep. So I hope we've helped today.
0: (laughs) So do I.
1: If you've come across this podcast, honestly, because you're good with the Google, if you manage to wangle the internet to be, if someone types into Google my baby is choking and this is the first thing that it comes up on the internet.
0: You sound like you're about 70. You're good with the Google. The, you wrangle the internet.
1: I, I mean, SEO and things like yeah, that. SEO you know how to make ones. things appear on top of Google. Mm-hmm. Imagine if there's a new parent listening to this podcast because they've Googled my child is choking, what do I do? And this is the very th- first thing that they come and see.
0: Well, good luck to them. <laughs> I think we were helpful,
1: so... Do we As need to a- add a disclaimer if your child chokes?
0: No, Callum, this is an informative, educational podcast. Stop trying to make the listener think that it's a bad podcast. Okay, it's not Believe a bad podcast. Believe ourselves. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to our fantastic podcast, which apparently only one of us have belief in <laughs> and think is actually worthwhile in listening to. I bet Callum doesn't even have it subscribe to on Spotify. I do.
1: I'm subscribed everywhere, including <laughs> iTunes, I don't even know if iTunes exists anymore. It's called Podcasts or something.
0: Apple Podcasts, yeah. That's the
1: one. Um, There's plenty more of us on there.
0: And don't forget, you can go to headstuffpodcast.com and over there, there's a subscription option where you can get bonus content from the podcast.
1: Uh, We've been on there for about two weeks now and my student loan still isn't paid off.
0: So maybe if you actually put some work into bonus content, people will subscribe, Callum. Okay,
1: we'll do cooking with Callum one week. All right.
0: It's going to be what would you do if you couldn't cook? Actually, and if for five euro a month, you can subscribe to us and another couple of podcasts. Basically, you'd be supporting us, and you get the bonus content from all of the Head Stuff podcasts, all Network's of them content,
1: not just ours. <laughs> yes that's great isn't it
0: yeah it's fantastic and you need to talk about it more
1: okay especially because I want my student loan paid
0: yeah anyway if you do want to contribute to Callum and this student loan debt you can head to headstuffpodcast.com if you want to give to more charities I'd recommend Dogs Trust basically Uh, the same thing
1: if you also want to give to us it might get Jess out of this relationship as well which sounds like she wants to